You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I, what I did see was Taylor Cornelius throw a 102-yard touchdown at Geno Lewis. Like, it wasn't all on Taylor Cornelius. Uh, Jake Ceresna, the defensive end, sacks. The Saskatchewan quarterback does a somersault and takes out the referee. We all thought that was kind of funny. But I'm like, he'll be lucky if he's not disqualified for that. As it was, it was, a, as you know, a 10-yard penalty. It's on all the highlights. Way to go, Jake. You made the blooper reel. Hello, everybody. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans in the United States of America. It's the RP Show. Coming at you live from Ace Airport Casino, Calgary. And we are on Game Plus Television. That's all across all 10 Canadian provinces and 31 U.S. states. We're also on in Atlanta Radio. We are Atlanta's NHL show on WQEE. Shout out Rhino Radio there. And, of course, podcast and YouTube Live. Let's uh, bring in our Hour 2 guest, the great Jock Wilson. We've already... I hope we didn't exhaust all our great chat off the air, Jock, because we had a lot of laughs already. There's lots to talk about, my friend. Yes. Lots to talk about. And isn't that great? Yes. So, Jock, host currently of uh, Sports Talk with Jock, QR Calgary, Stan Peters broadcast, and then for many years, the Calgary Flames, who have a new head coach. Mm-hmm. Let's start with, I'm just going to recap some of our uh, topics, the quick six from hour one. Game five of the Stanley Cup tonight, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Golden Knights win. It's over. Is that going to happen tonight? <laughs> well, I, I know I know you have a soft spot in your heart for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Uh, they're losing tonight. Ah! <laughs> Sorry, Roddy. Uh, Vegas <laughs> is just too strong, too deep, and uh, too good. And, and you know, I, I think it's finally catching up to the, uh, to the Florida Panthers. Great run. Great run. They're a little bit banged up, and what can you say? But... But it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to watch. You know, there's some great storylines. And who do you give the Conn Smythe Trophy to? It's got to be Jonathan Marsh's showing. I think there's no doubt now. Yeah. Going into this series, there was a question. Oh, there was, sure. You could have yeah. gone Jack Eichel. You could have gone, you know, obviously Matthew Kachuk. Bobrovsky. Yeah, was... you, you could have gone Bobrovsky. You could have gone lots of different Do you think it ends tonight? Well, the poll question today for Key Auto Group, and by the way, get a new or pre-owned vehicle that fits you at Key Auto Group. They will treat you right every time, and it's all just a click away at keyautogroup.ca. And it is. Does the Stanley Cup final end tonight? And 75% agreeing with Jocko that, yes, it ends tonight. 
And I voted no simply because I don't want it to win tonight. But I'm out of the prediction business. I don't think you like predictions either, do you? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of predictions. No. I'll make them because that's what we do in talk radio, right? Yeah. Uh, we, we basically make predictions. And week one of the Canadian Football League, what was I, three for four? I think I was that. I think yeah. I was that. So, now, this is what we love about sports talk. There's nobody else doing what we do in this time of the day on television or radio. Big story. And I want your take on this. Who do you dislike more, the Edmonton Elks or the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Or neither, as the, as the Stamps guy. Be honest. I know that's, you will. That's a hell of a question. That's I know. a hell of a question. It's like um, picking between Edmonton, melanoma and carcinoma for you, probably. Well, I guess if it really came down to it, I don't, like, I don't like what the Elks did changing their name. I think they got pressured into that, bullied into that even a little bit. And, you know, from that standpoint, the Edmonton-Calgary rivalry has always been big. Although I respect Ryder fan. Ryder fan sometimes goes over the top a little bit. But I guess I, guess I would have to say I didn't like the name change, so I'm going to go with the Elks. Well, well, the man on his show last night said when Saskatchewan visits Calgary here June 24th, watermelons are banned. <laughs> Is that a Jock Wilson ban or an official? That's just a Jock Wilson ban, but, you know, okay. who, who puts a watermelon on their head? Like, you've got to be some... Ryder fans, of course. So, he, for those uninitiated, I can't imagine anybody doesn't know, but the Edmonton Eskimos three years ago changed their name from Eskimos under pressure, sponsor pressure, mm-hmm. felt that it was culturally inappropriate, to the name Elks. And they haven't won a home game since, 18 in a row. Are you a karma guy? Do you believe it's related to the well, name change? No, it's not. It's just they're, a bad, think they're, a, bad, they're a bad football club. Um, and, and it was pretty, pretty clear against the Riders. That's, you know, are you really going to hang your hat on Taylor Cornelius? Like, I think Chris Jones is a heck of a coach. A good coach. Maybe I don't like the person, but I think he's a really good coach. But a good coach needs a good quarterback. And, and if you were listening to my show last night, that's what I said about week one of the Canadian Football League. There's a lot of question marks with quarterbacks. Here in Calgary, you know, you can go Saskatchewan. You, you know, the, the only teams that don't have quarterbacking issues right now are obviously the Winnipeg Blue Bombers with Zach Kalaros. Obviously, Vernon Adams, I think, looked very, very good in game one. And the jury is still out on Chad Kelly because they haven't played a game yet. The Argos so. quarterback. So we'll get to all of that. And that's why I got Jock here for a good long segment, uh, multiple segments today to cover it all. Okay. This is what I'm having fun with. This is where I was saying nobody else is doing daytime sports talk, covering the news of the morning from footballscoop.com. This is an industry website that I feel like just the coaches and scouts read, but it doesn't matter because it's big. An open tryout earlier this spring for the Canadian Football League's Edmonton Elks has resulted in complaints against the longtime CFL franchise after Elks staff members asked participants to help set up the field, time the 40-yard dash. And other elements in the bizarre event at Pasadena City College, numerous sources told footballscoop.com. Have you read this, Jock, by the way? you know where I'm going with this? Uh, yeah. I, I, I've I'm not quite on, done, but... I, I've seen it on Twitter, so go ahead. Okay, so a representative for Texas Longhorn standout punter Daniel Trejo wrote in a statement to Football Scoop. Upon his arrival, Daniel was asked to assist the Elk staff with managing the timing of the 40-yard dash. I fail to understand why, as a professional football prospect, the Elks would ask, let alone rely on Daniel, for this portion of the tryout. To add insult to injury, the Elks required Daniel to sit around and wait a full 7 hours and 15 minutes before conducting the kicking portion of the tryout. 
And once the workout began, Daniel was asked to perform an estimated 15 kickoffs and 15 field goal attempts, all before being asked, be, being asked to punt. We have never heard of anything like what the Elks required Daniel to endure and suffer. Did he pay 150 bucks to go to the yes. camp? Yes, he did, eh? Because you know how these camps work, Rod. These camps work, you know, teams, you know, the Stampeders do them. Every single CFL team does them. And, you know, they get their name out. They get the brand out. They get the league, uh, league name out as well. And they will have five or six individuals in each city that they will earmark. Say it's Rod Peterson. They say, Rod, we want you to come to this camp. You know, they're not going to charge you 150 bucks because they've already probably got you on the neg list or that kind of stuff. Just come and show us your stuff. And, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But then, of course, they can charge him. If Jock Wilson wants to come, and Jock Wilson's not very good, he pays 150 bucks to come. And, and I, I do get it, but if Jock Wilson goes trying to chase his dream, should I have to set up pylon? Should I do timing to see how good Rod Peterson is? I, I don't think so. You know, I'm still paying my 150 bucks. So the story is intriguing. It's very intriguing. And, of course, the Elks are... They're sort of denying it right now, right? They're saying nothing to see here. Uh, they're saying we're aware of the complaint and we're looking into it. Okay. And I love what the CFL Players Association said. They're like, not our jurisdiction. <laughs> not our jurisdiction. We, we love the players. But <laughs> well, they, they all these players, they're not part of the CFL union. No, no. So it's not. The, but, the, but the thing is, you've it, been to these camps. So many you, you times. Were, you were a play-by-play -play Chris guy the writer, so. Jones signs them in. I saw it with my own eyes. You know why? He wants to shake a guy's hand. He wants to see if he's actually 6'2", yeah. and if he's actually 300, and all of that. So the, what I look at it is this. And I was a little surprised that Ryan Rashog of TSN Edmonton last hour said this is a bad look on the Elks. And for that reason, I don't think it is. I think it's a bad look on the player who's like, it's the Texas Longhorns, man. Have you been at that? You've been at that facility, haven't you? Or you've uh, been at college, not, uh, at college station. Yeah, college Texas station. Texas A&M. Same thing. That's big time. Yeah. So he's like, I gotta set up my own cones. And you get treated like gold if you're in the NCAA, especially a Division One school. That's, so. But that's where I'm coming from. There, right. he's a little bit of a princess. Oh ah, yes. Oh yes. Well, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, no, I, I, I think you and I have had this conversation before, and and Dave Dickinson has has told me, you know, when I've been in his office talking about it, he goes, it's a real challenge if you get these players from Division One schools that are used to being treated like gold. And, you know, all of a sudden they come to Canada and they got to carry their own bag and they're not private charters and everything else from that standpoint. So I, I do think it's a challenge because, you know, we this is the Canadian Football League and they don't have the multi-billion dollar budget that some of these NFL teams or NCAA programs have. So I, I do think that is a, that that is a challenge. Well, welcome to life. Bra. Yes. Well, exactly. And that's the one thing with my recovery coaching business, which you're aware of, mm -hmm. not deeply, but you know that I do it. And it's with athletes and it's with entertainers and military, mental health and addiction recovery. And it's like, look, man, I deal with a lot of players when they're, a lot of it is when their career's over. So you just, you've been used yeah. to, imagine an NFL player that's never spent a day in the CFL. He went right from high school to college to NFL and all of a sudden it's over. Think that's easy? Mm -hmm. Right? It's a thing. The paycheck stop. The attention stops. That's true, too. That's the big one. Yeah. The money is what it is. Life's not all about money, as you know. But anyway, I, I just find it interesting. Ah, John in Edmonton writes in on a different topic and says, John, sorry, Jock, do you think the Calgary Arena will happen? And why do you think the orders are upset at the government for giving the Flames money for a new arena? 
when they got no money. <laughs> is that is that a fact? Is that what's going on? Well, hey, the Calgary Arena, it became an election issue because Danielle Smith made it an election issue. And, of course, the province stepped up with, uh, off the top of my head, I think it was 300, uh, you know, 300 million dollars, was it? That was the uh, the bottom line. But not not right into the pocketbook of Murray Edwards, the owner. It was more of the the infrastructure around the building, everything from that, uh, from that perspective. Um, let me put it this way. Calgary desperately needs a new building because, you know, we need a new we need a new football stadium. We need a new hockey arena or event center. Call it what you want. And I'll go back to the late Ken King and the late Ken King had this vision for Calgary. It was called Calgary Next and Calgary Next included a multi-purpose facility in the West Village in Calgary. It included a new football stadium, it included a field house, it included an event center. And the price tag back in the day when they presented this, I think it was 2015 or 2016, was $1.2 billion. What are we getting now? We're getting an event center for $1.2 billion. More money and less <laughs> and, facilities. And, and, less, and less bang for your buck. Wow. And, and of course, the, the big downside of the Calgary Next proposal was it is in the West Village where the Dom Tar packaging uh, place was, where you know they had the, the railway ties and they were doing the creosote and everything else. And so it's an environmental disaster in the, in, the, in the West End. And you've got creosote seeping into the Bow River, but no environmentalist thinks it's a big enough thing to talk about. So you, you, know, you have the tree huggers out there that want to talk about other issues that fit their agenda, but no one's talking about this environmental disaster going into the, into the Bow River. So part of the plan was to clean it up and they just don't know how much money it's going to cost to clean it up. And so there are a lot of, you know, businesses. The old Greyhound bus station is in that, in that area. You know, the city already owns that area. So in, in retrospect, that would have been a great, great vision. And what is Calgary missing? Calgary's missing a field house. Calgary is missing a new football stadium. Calgary's missing a, you know, an event center. And for a city with this much money and this much influence and this, you know, it's, it's a have city because of what's happened in the oil patch and everything from that standpoint, it's just, I, I find it disappointing. I've been here over 40 years, and I just, I just think it's shameful that we don't have these facilities already in place. But they're on the way? Well, the, the, field, house, the field house is still a work in progress. The football stadium is not going to happen in my lifetime, and I do think the event center is going to happen. Good. <laughs> um, next segment, we'll get into a few other things outside of Calgary, i.e. week two in the CFL, because Jock is the uh, Stampeders radio host. But I want to ask you about Ryan Huska uh, in this time that we have left here. Three minutes. Uh, he is the new head coach of the Calgary Flames. And I'm going back to the news story. He says he will have a captain. The Flames will have a captain. He expects a much better season from a number of key players, such as Nazem Kadri and Jonathan Huberdo, and push to make the playoffs. This were all part of his statements yesterday on the day he was announced as the 24th head coach of the Flames. Good move. What do you think? Well, I, hey, I think Ryan Huska, a lot of people have already weighed in. Nice guy. You know, he's, he's done his, uh, his coaching resume, you know, whether it was in the Western Hockey League, whether it was in, you know, the American Hockey League, the NHL. So he deserves a chance. Um, is he going to have success? I, I seem to remember, and I've been here a long time, as you know, Rod, we said the same thing about Don Hay. And Don Hay had a great resume, and Don Hay was one of the best junior coaches uh, ever. Didn't work out. You could say the same thing about Greg Gilbert. You could say the same thing about, uh, you know, Glenn Gullickson. You could say it all about these guys. Every, everything is optimistic and rosy on day one, and then let's see how it all plays out. Because when you do a SWOT analysis, you know, there are strengths because, you know, I, I think he is a good coach and he is a good person and, and he will do some good things with this organization. You know, the, the, the weaknesses, 
Well, he's a first-time head coach, and it is different. It is different when you go from being, you know, the good cop as an assistant coach to the bad cop, and now you got to, you know, lay the hammer down a little bit more, and we're going to find out just how good of a, a structural coach that he is, you know, at this, at this level as well. And, you know, opportunities, hey, the Flames are a good team if they can keep the team together because they, they had more points than the Florida Panthers last time I checked in the regular season, and yet they were on the outside looking in. And can they get more out of Jonathan Huberdeau? I hope so. If not, that's going to be a disaster for this organization. You know, can they get more out of Nazem Kadri? Well, we'll see. Nazem Kadri had a really good first half of the season. He sort of tailed off a little bit in the second half of the season. Defensively, they're good. I, I do think Jacob Markstrom, if he is part of the plan moving forward, is not going to have a stinker season like he had last year. So those things will help. And, and if that can happen, and, and just as we know... And what's the T in SWAT? What, was what is T? it? Yeah, SWAT. You oh, SWAT, SWAT. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, opportunities and threats. Yeah, what's the threat? Threats. Um, what was my threat last night? I can't even remember off the top of my the head. The division they're in? Who knows? Well, it could, be, it could be the division they're in. It could be the fact that, uh, you know, he is... Uh, no, what my weakness was he's a he's a first-time head coach. Now I can't think of my my threat off. Well, the top of it, but sorry to derail you. Yes, away. exactly. I was I was on a roll. You're there. on a roll. But but hey, to, to answer your question, I think it's a good hire right now. I love the fact that they hire within. I thought Craig Conroy was the was the right hire, but I'm not going to say hey the Flames are going to win the Stanley Cup with Ryan Huska. I just I, I don't think that team is is there yet. So we'll see how it plays out. Thank you for that. We'll be back and uh, get to your comments and questions for Jock Wilson of Stampeders Radio QR Calgary and more when we return. We're live from Ace Airport Casino on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. T-Mobile, the place to be tonight. Game five of the Stanley Cup final. Does it end? Most of you saying yes, it does. On our Key Auto Group poll, 
I'm hoping that it doesn't, that it goes back to Florida for a game six, but uh, the odds are certainly against them. We'll be watching regardless, 8 o'clock Eastern on Sportsnet in Canada, TNT in the USA. We're live from Ace Airport Casino. By the way, Ace Casino Poker is making significant contributions to the surrounding communities in numerous ways. In 2022 alone, our daily tournaments enabled us to donate an impressive sum of over $250,000 to our in-house charities. Ace Poker is revolutionizing the poker landscape with its philanthropic endeavors. So, too, is Jock Wilson from QR Calgary. How are you doing, Jock? I'm very well. You're in all these charity golf classics. That's your, that's your thing, hey? Are you in the Rocky Mountain one? I'll be there. Yeah, I'm emceeing the supper again. Okay. Yes. Good no, so my buddy Bo. Next Monday. Next Monday, yep. Yeah. My buddy Bo won't be there for me. No. To, Comment on it. I beat Bo last year. My team, my team won, and we won on the count back. And Bo's team finished second, so I got that going for him. He's probably still holding it against I, I'm you. I'm sure he is. I'm sure. <laughs> Bo wasn't very good against Hamilton. Uh, against. Uh, okay, so yeah. we're gonna jump okay. into that. Pull that mic up a little. Just angle oh. it a little more, if you don't. Know. Okay. There you go. That's, no good. That's good. You know how to work one of those? Jeff? No, I don't. See, I love this. Like Kevin, you know our sales manager over there, Kevin. I think you met him before. Yes. He's the one in the BC Lions shirt. He can't decide <laughs> which team to support on a daily basis, and that's fine. I'm I'm going back to look at last week's games in the CFL. Right. He's already talking about this week's pick'em in week two. That's what the fans do, right? right? I'm like, it's only Tuesday. We're not done with last week yet. Uh, Hamilton in Winnipeg. That's a tough start. That's a tough start when you. Well, so let's start that. Orlando Steinauer, the Ticats coach, said afterwards this was not Bo's best game. I don't think any of them were good on Hamilton. In the well, did he not watch the Calgary Stampeders in 2022? Because that's exactly what Bo did last year all season long. You know, the Stampeders won a lot of games early with Bo as the quarterback because of their defense and special teams. And Bo was, you know, probably throwing 55, maybe 60% of his passes, throwing bad interceptions and, you know, not really getting the offense going and that's exactly what I saw from Bo in that game and it's it's interesting because as you know I host the Calgary Stampeder broadcast and after the Stampeders you know lose their game one against you know the BC Lions and Jake Mayer doesn't play very well everybody's going oh he made the mistake we should have kept Bo it's Bo it's going to be a disaster and then of course Bo plays Friday night and is the same bow that we saw last season. So I, you know, let's let's see how it goes. Do I think Bo can be better with that offense, with that team? Yes. Do I think Jake Mayer can be better with the offense here in Calgary? Yes. However, um, let's let's not jump to conclusions just yet because Bo has struggled the last couple of seasons, and that's why the Calgary Stampeders decided to move on from this uh, from this guy. We'll see. You know, he had that shoulder surgery a number of years ago. I don't think he's been the same quarterback since. Just looking at the scores here, Bo Levi's Hamilton Tiger Cats lost in Winnipeg 42-31. The Bombers had a 21-4 lead after the first quarter. Yeah. And the Ticats had a brief rally in the third, but Winnipeg wasn't going to allow that to happen. But hold it. They scored yeah. 31 points because of defense and special teams. They didn't score 31 points because of Bo Levi Mitchell. Fair. The night before here, which was the first time in CFL history, BC and Calgary met in the first game. Uh, no, wait. Since 1967. <laughs> Uh, the Lions won 25-15, and to be honest, I consider that an upset. The odds makers consider that an upset, that BC would come into Calgary and win. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people did not consider that an upset. I picked BC to win. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how was your postgame call-in after? Uh, it was, you know, obviously disappointing. You know, well, fans were disappointed. <laughs> it wasn't disappointing for the post-in show, the, the call-in show. But, yeah, people people were disappointed with the offense. People were disappointed with Jake Mayer because Jake Mayer didn't play very well. 
and you know and, and even Dave Dickinson I'll give him credit because Dave's always accountable yes and you know the, the next night on the on the coaches show he basically comes out and says yeah maybe I made a mistake by not playing Jake more in the preseason and giving him more reps because the number ones did not play a lot in in the preseason and is that you know and 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 you could say the same thing for a lot of the the top quarterbacks in the league that maybe they don't get enough reps in and then all of a sudden that first game is your first preseason game really even though it's it's a regular season game and so that's something he's going to have to uh, he's going to reassess he said you know moving forward because uh your number ones didn't play a lot of football and from that perspective they played like they didn't play a lot of football in the preseason and practices you know rod is way different than game action well, and, and well, we got to spend a minute because we do have a lot of Ottawa viewers. They started to uh, to let us know they're out there. Yes. And they're Red Blacks fans, but they're not happy. Ottawa went into sure. Montreal and lost 19-12, and they're, they're saying, here we go again. Nick Arbuckle. How many interceptions in that game? Can't happen. And, and I like Nick. Nick was here in Calgary. Nick has bounced around a little bit now in the Canadian Football League. Great guy, but you can't get quarterbacking like that and expect to win. You know, defensively, they, they, they showed some flashes. I think if you're an Ottawa fan, you're waiting to get Jeremiah Mazzoli back. Once he gets back, then you might have a better idea of what your team is all about. Um, you know, Lorenzo Molden, he's, he's a good player, defensive player of the year in the Canadian Football League. You know, he, he stood out in that game. But I think most power rankings, including my, my power ranking last night on Sports Talk with Jock, was was basically Ottawa's the worst team in the league right now. They, they've got to show more. Yeah, and I had him there too. Now... Yep three down which as a cfl guy you would read regularly i would think they had montreal ninth last going into the year and just based on my love for cody fajardo i can't go along with that but matt dunnigan on this show last week the ageless and the great matt dunnigan predicted a montreal winnipeg great cup and i was that's that's ballsy (laughs) i was gonna say can we give dunnigan a drug test (laughs) but but how can you say before the season kicks off, how could you say he's wrong? You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah. Right? But I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't think anybody would, would have predicted Vegas and Florida in the Stanley Cup final, you know, at the start. No, of I game. did last season. Last season. That, yeah. <laughs> it didn't get you any money. No, exactly. At the, at the, at the betting slip window over here. <laughs> well, last year I said. And we're just winding up week one commentary, folks. We'll yeah. look ahead to week two in a second. But huge win for Sask at Edmonton because they were missing some pieces like that Key and Schaefer Baker. They're just trying to hold the fort down till they get their people 100%. So that was a big win in Edmonton, yet everybody wins in Edmonton. So how sure. how excited could they be? Yeah, no, you know, hey, bottom line is they won that game because of that goal line stand. Yeah, so that was and, the turning is, point. Is that on Edmonton or is that on Saskatchewan? You know, so you could look at it both ways, right? You know, in the Canadian Football League, with the one yard between the lines, that should be a slam dunk. Maybe not every single time, but if you get three cracks at it and you can't get in, that's on your offense. You know, shame, shame on the offense. And uh, I, I, I watched that game from not from start to finish because I missed the very first part because there was a pretty big golf event on television that I was. Watching. Everybody was switching over to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly right. However, in in, in saying that. Um, Saskatchewan didn't show me a lot. Um, Trevor Harris, I thought, was was average at best. And, you know, their offense didn't do much. I, I do believe Edmonton is in real trouble if Taylor Cornelius is going to play all 18 games this year. I, I'm just, I'm not sold. Are you sold that he's, he's a quarterback? Uh, no, but I don't think he's 
their biggest problem either. You don't? Okay. He wasn't on the field when they couldn't convert down well, the no, goal line. Fair enough, fair enough. You know, the, the offensive line is maybe a little bit of an issue in, in Edmonton. And I will give you that. They've got some great weapons. And, you know, that touchdown that Gino Lewis scored was beautiful. You know, he goes up and gets it, a 50-50 ball, makes, makes a beautiful play. So they've got the weapons, but do they have the quarterback to get the weapons involved? And to me, that's, um, that's a concern. For lack of finding anybody else, he is the guy. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I will say, Lang from the audience says, I pity, I do pity the Red Blacks. And I'm sorry, but I don't. Everybody has their ups and downs. Well, Ottawa I, was on top for a... You know what? I, and I don't want to skip ahead because I know you've got a plan here with your show. Yeah. But that's why we look at this Thursday night game, Calgary in Ottawa. This is huge now. Huge for the Stampeders because if they go in and lose to the Ottawa Red Blacks, there's going to be major red flags in this city with the Calgary Stampeders and the decision to go with, it with Jake yep. Mayer and what's wrong with the Stampeders and, and vice versa if you're Ottawa you can say, okay, we lose two games, but hopefully we'll get Jeremiah Mazzoli back and we can turn things around. Because it is only one week into the Canadian Football League season. But it's, it's a big game. Uh, sure. I don't know. We overreact every year of early. And do. the fans. That's and what the we media. do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and by the way, we have 30 minutes left so to get to week two, so we can. But I got it. You just said Edmonton has the, uh, would you say, weapons, and I believe they do. Yep, offensively. But they're, I feel really bad for their president, Victor Quay, who supports us a ton, and he's mm -hmm. doing everything he can. They have their biggest home opener crowd since 2013, 32,000 plus. I looked at Amar Dolman over there in BC, 40,000. Like, I guess the lower bowl sold out for this Saturday night's game. LL Cool Edmo J, yeah, baby. Yeah, Edmonton's there. And I'm going, at what point does the Heat get on Chris Jones? Because you got Victor Kui over here doing his job. He's marketing his ass off, getting yeah. people in the stadium. And you can't win? How long do you say, that's the last regime? That's not us. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think I think Chris Jones, if his, if his team only wins four games again this year and they don't win at home, obviously he's gone. You, 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 can't, you can't continue on with that message and the same message to your fan base. I do agree with you. I think Victor Kui... Uh, Amar Dolman, they're, they're doing great things, you know, for the Canadian Football League. And that's why I'll look ahead to the 24th, because you mentioned no watermelons at McMahon Stadium. That's a huge, His rule! That's, that's a huge game for the Stampeders, because the Stamps only had 18,000, just under 18,000 for their home opener against the BC Lions. Now you get the Riders in, and the Riders are the biggest draw in the Canadian Football League, because the Rider Nation comes out and supports. And what I do think is interesting, last year when the Riders came to Calgary, the Riders were a bad football club. The Riders were already out of the playoff picture. And it was a fall game, a late fall game, and no one really cared. This is an early summer game. This is a Saturday game, a 5 o'clock start. The Riders are there. The Riders won their first. You know, if the Stampeders don't get 30,000, I think that will be a disappointing, you know, outcome for the Calgary Stampeder Football Club. McMahon seats 35, so we'll, we'll see. But is that possible? Well, in the past, you would get 30,000 30, easily for a Ryder game ooh. in the Canadian Football League. Okay, I said, you heard me say last hour that my guess was that Winnipeg would be favored by a point and a half at yeah. Sask Friday night. I bet you it's more. How much more? I would say at least, well, I might go six and a half. It's six! Is it six? <laughs> How about this guy? How about this guy? You should be working as an odds uh, maker for Bet Regal. Maybe I just watched opening week in the Canadian Football League. 
Maybe you know what you're talking about. Uh, we, well, maybe we will, we'll take a break here uh, and we'll get back. Next segment, we'll look at all of the week two games with John. We have three minutes-ish here. So I want your take on this. Completely off the thing. With the Denver Nuggets winning last night in the NBA, yeah. their owner, Stan Kroenke, also owns the L.A. Rams, the Colorado Avalanche, and the Colorado Mammoth. He's got four titles in four leagues <laughs> in four years. <laughs> if that isn't evidence that it starts at the top, I don't know what is. That's, that's impressive. Actually. I don't know the guy. That's I don't impressive. know his deal, but yeah, it can't they, be easy. The Mammoth didn't win this year. They lost to Buffalo, but they did win they last year. They have won. Yeah, yeah. They, they did win last year. Uh, that's in the National Lacrosse League, if anybody uh, doesn't know what we're talking about with the Colorado Mammoth. It's it's amazing. It's 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 amazing. It's, it's inexplicable yeah. feat. Well, man, it's kind of like it's kind of like Tampa Bay. You know, when they when they had you know Super Bowl champions and they had the sure, NHL but it wasn't champion. one owner. No, it wasn't one owner. But you know that that's unheard of. But too. but if they say that it starts at the top, which it always does, it does. I'd love to know what his magic secret sauce is. And good on you, Stan. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be back live from Ace Casino Airport after this. Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast, and YouTube Live. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Extras Movie Club. Every movie, every ticket, just $9.99. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Fast X. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Yep, just $9.99. Get all the movies, get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. Exciting place to be. Can you hear the waterfalls there? The splashes at the Bellagio? Game five of the Stanley Cup goes tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT in the United States and uh, Sportsnet. Vegas Golden Knights needing a win over Florida to move on. Before we get to the CFL Week 2, as we promised with Jock Wilson, he is my breaking news ticker over here. He's informed me that... The New York Rangers have officially hired Peter Laviolette as their next head coach and also that Matthew Kachuk will play tonight in game six, uh, sorry, game five for the Florida Panthers. How do you feel about Laviolette going to the Rangers and the fact that the job is even open at all? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. A very, very good question. Um, there's demand to win in that market. That's a, that's a team that's been very, very good in the regular season the last couple of years. But, uh, you know, obviously it was a disappointment this year in the playoffs. So it, winning is everything. And, and most coaches are hired to be fired. If you don't have that winning, uh, winning record, you can be fired and replaced and, and moved on. So there'll be big pressure on Peter Laviolette. I think he's a good coach. So uh, we'll see how that plays well, out. Well, Jock and I were talking in the break about inside info and whether you're able to break this story or not. It, what I heard with Gerard Gallant, the head coach of the Rangers, is he had a blow-up with the general manager, Chris Drury, in the yeah. playoffs over the lineup, and you don't tell Gerard Gallant who to play. Well, guess who has the power in that situation? Yeah. Should the general manager be dictating the lineup, though? No. No, I agree. Not a chance. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's why I think what Huff and Dickey have 
done here in Calgary for years with the Stampeders yeah. is so impressive because they clearly see eye to eye on things. They must. Yeah, no, and, and, and I would think that was probably part of the issues. Again, no, I, I wasn't in the dressing room, so I don't know for sure. But with Daryl Sutter and Brad True Living, oh. Brad True Living wanted to play some young kids, and Daryl Sutter says, I'm the coach. I'll do it. I so you bring a kid up and you make him rot on the uh, in the press box. Can you explain something? I tried yesterday, but I want from you. I had two cattle ranchers come up to me Saturday. I was speaking to the Canadian Angus Association keynote, and they said in the Q and A, "Why would the Leafs hire Brad Tree Living as GM after he screwed up the Flames?" And I thought, <laughs> "Why would you think that? Is that the narrative out there? What would you say to those guys?" It's the first I've even heard of that notion. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'd say. Uh, go pull Herefords. I, you know, I grew Stop. up. Stop. I, I grew no. up. I grew up. With you look Herford. like a Hereford <laughs> with red hair. Okay, sorry. Continue. I, I, I take that back. I, I like all cattle ranchers. They're Me too. Yeah, I that's funny. Hey, it's good. <laughs> cattle humor. Cattle humor. That's exactly right. Hey, did 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 Brad Trilliving make mistakes? Of course he did. Do you make mistakes? Yes. Of course. Do I make mistakes? Everybody makes mistakes. Um, but you know, the the body of work that Brad did over a nine year period. Uh, you know, re the, the, the cupboards were bare when he came here. You know, his draft record, I thought, was very good. Did he have some misses? Yes. But they, they were able to restock the cupboards a little bit. You know, he, he pulled a rabbit out of the hat. Did he make a mistake by giving Matthew Kachuk a bridge deal instead of signing him to, a, to an eight-year contract? Yeah, that was, that was a mistake um, when it was all said and done. But to get what he got for Matthew Kachuk, I think everybody would still agree that was a pretty good return you know, for a very good player. Did the Flames lose that trade? I think you would probably say yes, but that was a guy that only had a year left in his contract and basically told the organization he was not coming back. Uh, I feel bad about the Johnny Goudreau situation because I think you've got a situation where Johnny, all indications were he was coming back, and I think that was the message that uh, Brad was getting, and then all of a sudden he got blindsided a little bit, you know, from Johnny deciding not to come back. I would say in the in the grand scheme of things, Brad did a very, very nice job with this organization. He was he was a good general manager. So that's what I would say to the Angus cattle ranchers. Well, and in the to sum it up, what I said was he built a team that was better this year talent wise than the year before. So I'm sorry. Everybody yeah. knows I'm a Sutter guy, as do you, but I'll point the finger at Daryl. Daryl's the reason. Yeah. It's not Brad. Yeah. It's not Brad. And I was shocked that anybody would say that. But again, that's what's fun about sports. Yeah. is the ability to talk the only, about it. The only thing I will say about that, and, and I've heard both sides of the story, you know, from different people, and who gave Daryl the two-year contract extension? The owner. Was it, was it given by the owner or was it given by Brad? And I, I've, heard, I've heard from two different people wow. that have told me that it, uh, it was not the owner, it was Brad. And if that was the case, then that was a mistake. I don't um, believe it. But, but if it was given by the owner, then... Sorry, Brad, I take that back. I don't, I don't but I, believe but it. But we don't know. We don't know. Uh, as promised for the CFL fans that are just sitting on the edge of their seats, we're going to play a mini edition of CFL Deal or No Deal here for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. And I'll give the betting lines to Jock Wilson, Stampeders okay. Radio. You decide if you're taking the bet or not. Thursday, as you mentioned, Calgary at Ottawa. Stamps favored by five at Bet Regal. Are you taking the bet? Yeah, I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking the stamps, and I'll give up five. Friday night football, Winnipeg Blue Bombers at Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Bombers favored by six. Deal or no deal? Bombers are on the road. It's a, it's a lot of points to give up. I, I said I, I said almost six and a half, but I, I think they're just too good of a team. They'll win by a touchdown. 
Saturday, Edmonton Elks at the BC Lions. Lions favored by seven at home. Deal or no deal? Oh, the BC Lions at home, big crowd. I like what Vernon Adams brought to the table. Dominic Grimes is a really, really good player. And I am not sold on uh, Taylor Cornelius. So I am taking the Lions. That uh, sounds like an easy one for you. Yeah. And the week closes with the Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Toronto Argonauts. The Argos favored by a point and a half at home. Yeah. Deal or no deal? This is the game of the week for me, as far as I'm concerned, because I, I, I am intrigued. I do think Hamilton is going to be a little bit better. You've got Toronto. They're going to raise the Grey Cup championship banner. You're going to have a pretty good crowd. I would love to, you know, get one of those replica Grey Cup rings. I think that's kind of a cool little promotion that the, the Argos have going on. I don't, I, I, I like what they did picking up Flo Romalade, you know, getting uh, Jamal Peters back from the NFL. That's, that's, that's a real, whether or not he's going to play, I don't know yet at this point. Uh, Chad, Chad uh, you know, Chad is going to be the, he's going to be the key. So I guess if you had to put me on the spot, I don't think one and a half points is a lot to give up for a home team. So I'll take the home team. Dougal Cameron writing in on the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. Dougal says, ask Jock for his thoughts on the Stampeders quarterback situation. Exhibit one wasn't very promising. No, it wasn't. Uh, you, know, you, can't, you can't deny that. And that was the big topic on our show as well. The fact that, you know, the Stampeders have made a commitment to Jake. And they made that commitment last season when he beat out Bo for the starting job. Bo struggled at the start of the season. Jake came in. Jake unfortunately struggled in the in the West semifinal, didn't play great. Bo had to come in and, and mop up in that game. Um, all I will say is Jake can be better. Jake has to be better. If he's not better, Houston, we got a problem in Calgary. What do you do then? <laughs> yeah. But does Dickie play? <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, so so he's got to be better, and Jake knows he's got to be better. How's his attitude with that? He, you know what? He's good. He's he's good. He's you know, he, he understands it. And what, what, I, what I always tell people, and of course people always will phone in and, you know, they say, oh, you know, Dickie made a mistake. And all I know is John Huffnagel has played quarterback a hell of a lot more than Jock Wilson has. Dave Dickinson yeah. has played quarterback a heck of a lot more than Jock Wilson has. I, I think I'm going to go with their instincts because they know the position a heck of a lot better than I do. So um, we'll cut them some slack. Yeah, they're going to miss now? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> After all these years? Exactly. Uh, so. We have less than a minute. Last word, Jocko, anything we didn't cover that you'd like to? Anything that we didn't cover that we would like to? All, all, all I will reiterate is I think it's not just the Stampeders that have quarterbacking issues. I think there's seven teams right now that have quarterbacking issues in the Canadian Football League. Uh, the only two teams that don't are obviously... The BC Lions with Vernon Adams, I thought he looked great, and Zach Caleros with Winnipeg. Other than that, I think every team is right now assessing their quarterback wow. situation. Jock, thanks for coming down. It's been awesome. Anytime, man. Jock Wilson from QR Calgary. Overtime's next, a sports update, and uh, audience takeover with whatever you would like to talk about, 902-518-3033. We'll return in a moment to Ace Airport Casino and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on Game Plus Television, WQEE Podcast, and YouTube Live.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. One more time, live from Ace Casino Airport. By the way, the Lobster Fest goes the last Thursday of every month. Enjoy an amazing Lobster Festival every month at the Ace Casino Airport. Visit acecasinos.ca for more information. I've been here for them. They're amazing. Just over my shoulder over here in the uh, social house, they have the uh, Lobster Fest. Mucho bueno. 902-518-3033 is the Progressive Insurance text line. It's just you and me the rest of the way. You got questions and comments? Let me have them. Is it just me or does Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, bear a striking resemblance to Ryan Huska, the new head coach of the Calgary Flames? Just me? Okay. Sports update uh, and breaking news from this Tuesday morning. The Ottawa Senators have a new owner. A group led by Toronto-based businessman Michael Landlauer has reached an agreement in principle to purchase the NHL team for close to $1 billion. Landlauer is the sole owner of the OHL's Hamilton Bulldogs and a minority owner of the Montreal Canadiens. Senators owner Eugene Melnick died of an undisclosed illness back in March of 2022. As we've been talking about all day, the Vegas Golden Knights are on the cusp of history. They lead the Stanley Cup Final 3-1 over the Florida Panthers and can win their first title tonight in franchise history at home in Game 5. Vegas lost the 2018 Final to Washington, as you all know. The Panthers are in a familiar position with their backs against the wall. They came back from a 3-1 deficit to beat the first-place Boston Bruins in seven games in the opening round of the playoffs. Here is the thing. My intuition, I think, and spider senses are saying that, yes, Vegas will win this game tonight, but... That's why you got to watch. That's why they play the games. These are the comeback cats. They're already in the history books for performing the biggest comeback and uh, no, the biggest upset in Stanley Cup playoff history. And I know Jeff, the Stamps fan, is writing in and saying, well, statistically it might be, but the 86 Smite Division semifinal. I, would you stop with the arguing about all that? I mean, that's the one great thing about sports, but. It was the biggest point differential in a best-of-seven series in the history of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That qualifies it as the biggest upset in NHL history. And they're not done there. That would be my message, uh, and I'm sure it's been Paul Maurice's message throughout all of this. I mean, if there was a playoff coach of the year, it would be Paul Maurice. Didn't even get, not even a finalist for coach of the year in the NHL, the Jack Adams, Paul Maurice. There's so many lessons to be learned off that. And I'll come back around, but I'm not done. The Toronto Blue Jays open a nine-game road trip tonight in Baltimore. Chris Bassett gets the start for Toronto. Baltimore counters with Dean Kramer. The Orioles sit second in the American League. He's five games up on the fourth-place Blue Jays. The Mets and Yankees open up the latest installment of the Subway Series today in New York. Luis Severino gets the start for the Bronx Bombers. While the Mets are going with Max Scherzer, 
The Yankees are a game up on the Jays in the American League East. This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters July 12th. Are you ready for this? Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. In Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1, Tom Cruise plays Ethan Hunt and his IMF team embark on their most dangerous mission yet to track down a terrifying new weapon that threatens all of humanity before it falls into the wrong hands. With control of the future and the fate of the world at stake and dark forces from Ethan's past closing in, a deadly race around the globe begins. Dun, dun, dun. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1 in Landmark Cinemas, July 12th. Well, we covered a heck of a lot of ground today. These are the kind of days that you live for. There has been breaking news throughout. The New York Rangers have a new head coach in Peter Laviolette. And you almost wonder why. Did they feel the need to fire Gerard Gallant? When I'm left to my own devices here, I could go down a lot of roads that I go down a lot, but they're passionate topics to me. Uh, in a way, how sports has changed. <laughs> Craig Campbell writes in from the Hockey Hall of Fame. He's in Vegas, right, Craig? He says, hi, Rod, should I vote on today's question? Enjoy the game and possible celebration. Craig Campbell is, okay, everybody, tonight, watch the Game 5, and if they do hand out the Stanley Cup tonight, you all know Phil Pritchard in the crazy blonde hair. The guy with him is Craig Campbell. The guy that watches this show every day and writes in from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, last week, <laughs> we were trying to get the Stanley Cup out, and I did not tell my guy Thad at the beach house that I was trying to get the Stanley Cup down there because, in case it didn't happen, and it didn't happen. As the golden girl, Serena, said, she's like, that schedule for the Stanley Cup will be tighter than the King of England. Which, in the end, it ended up being just that. And Craig said that they weren't going to have the trophy in the rink until some team is at three wins. And that's where they are now with the Vegas Golden Knights tonight. So he's there. you be watching tonight. Isn't this interesting? John in Edmonton says the Edmonton Riverhawks of the WCBL start their homestand tonight. That's the Western Canadian Baseball League. And uh, Jeff, or is it the West Coast League? They don't have pro ball here in base in uh, Calgary, so I could see why that would fool Calgary people. I feel I'm jumping in late into the chat. Lang from the audience says it does not help when the owner is trying to lose. Who are we talking about here? Who who are we talking about? Explain yourself. What owner is actively trying to lose? I'm not saying that there aren't some. Like in Miami with the Dolphins, that's why Stephen Ross, their owner, was suspended for half the season last year. He was accused of by his fired coach, Brian Flores, of saying, I'll pay $100,000 a loss at the end of the year so they could improve their draft stock. In the end, it was never proven. But the NFL ended up finding, uh, finding Ross and for sure suspending him for half a season on other things he did, which I believe was tampering, if I'm not mistaken. So yes, owners do at times try to lose. I know it's hard to believe, but I'm wondering who specifically you're talking about. We do this little thing daily called Sports on Tap, 
It's what's on tap tonight in sports. It's not like we haven't been talking all day about Game 5 of the Stanley Cup. Florida Panthers at the Vegas Golden Knights. And Craig, if he just checked in, we I want Florida to win. My intuition saying that it indeed does end tonight. And when, when it does, what's going on here? When it does end, then it's summer. Not like I'm anti-summer. I'm just pro-hockey. I like more hockey. But I'll be watching tonight right to the very end. Watched last night when they handed out the NBA trophy. That was exciting. It's always exciting. Last minute of play in the RP show. Also tonight, Major League Baseball, Toronto Blue Jays at the Baltimore Orioles, Canadian Elite Basketball League, Montreal Alliance at the Niagara River Lions. One of my bucket list items is to be in the building when they hand out the Stanley Cup. And I had the chance in Dallas in 2000. But my wife said, no, we came to Dallas for the George Strait Country Fest. It was the same night. Because you're not going to the hockey game. I couldn't argue with her. A big thank you to Jock Wilson, Ryan Rishog, and you, the audience, for making this the greatest daytime sports talk show on the air and we'll see you uh, back here live tomorrow noon eastern on wqee the key and game plus television who has more fun than us <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.